Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. Today is June 13th. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. Today we'll talk about Medtronic's recall of its Vanta neurostimulators, the FDA clearance of Neuronetics TMS for OCD therapy, and the results of a Dexcom study and more. First, how are you doing today, Sean, the start of a new week? I'm doing well. There's plenty of news to talk about, so I'm excited to get into it, you know? Definitely. Let's just get right into it. What's the first thing that we should know to start our day today? First thing we should know is that NeuroOne submitted its radio frequency ablation system for FDA clearance. So it's the company's first therapeutic device utilizing its already established brain monitoring electrode technology. And you know, we we've discussed ablation a bit before, I think, but it's a pretty hot space. And in this case for the brain, it's something I haven't really come across as much. And what is that one RF ablation system? So it uses the already implanted SEEG electrodes made by NeuroOne to record brain activity and enable the ablation of nervous tissue through its connection to a proprietary radio frequency or RF generator. So NeuroOne said FDA clearance would be the first step in bringing an RF ablation system to the market for neurology and neurosurgery. And what does this system offer clinicians in terms of, you know, better control with the device and this kind of procedure? Yeah, so it uses a customized RF generator with real-time temperature monitoring capabilities that the company says allows clinicians to have this greater control over temperature management during ablation, recording brain activity, ablating nervous tissue using the same electrode all at once. So NeuroOne said it could offer a safer clinical option for patients plus lower costs. And what are executives saying? Well, Dave Rosa, the CEO of NeuroOne, said it's a monumental day as the company has submitted its first known FDA 510K submission for an SEEG electrode intended to record brain activity and also be used as an RF probe to ablate nervous tissue. The company believes that the system has applications beyond ablation of nervous tissue in the brain, offering larger opportunity than even NeuroOne initially envisioned. So it'll be an exciting one to watch. All right. What else do we know for today? Some more brain news. The FDA cleared an obsessive compulsive disorder therapy from Neuronetics. So some pretty interesting applications of neurostimulation technology there. Definitely. And what exactly does this treatment device do? What is it? So it's an OCD motor threshold or MT cap technology that pairs with the company's Neurostar Advanced Therapy for Mental Health. Effectively, the cap simplifies the initial Neurostar placement by providing a consistent starting location and step-by-step process to map a patient's motor cortex. This effectively shortens the time needed and reduces the number of steps involved in the process for transcranial magnetic stimulation, which is the technology that Neuronetics uses to stimulate the brain and treat disorders like OCD and also major depressive disorder. I mean, this sounds like a significant milestone in the field of mental health treatments. How does it work? And also maybe how many patients has it treated? Did the company disclose that? Yeah, well, Neuronetics said that it gives up to 40% time savings for clinicians and patients in the initial visit. I think that's really the biggest sort of takeaway beyond the actual treatment for the disorder. But the company said nearly 300 patients with OCD already received treatment with Neurostar TMS, and the company plans to make this cap available at select sites this month with nationwide availability to come in the fourth quarter of this year. So more, more patients to come in addition to the already 300 the company mentioned. Interesting. And it definitely sounds like it's sort of battling with the pharmaceutical companies to create this drug-free alternative to mental health treatment. 
I'm sure executives are excited about this. Sure. Yeah. The Corey Anderson, the senior vice president of R&D and clinical at Neuronetics, said that the FDA clearance underscores the company's commitment to delivering the latest technology that will streamline the process of treatment for the customers. Unique design, functionality of the OCD, MT cap will enable clinicians to optimize treatment efficiency while upholding the highest standard of care for their patients. He added that the innovation prepares Neurostar for even further technological advancements expected later this year and next. So more to more to come from Neuronetics, it seems. All right. Looks like we have some drug delivery news next. That's right. Steven Auto Group unveiled its on-body drug delivery device. So this is the next step in a collaboration with Thermo Fisher that the company announced earlier this year. And we now have a more concrete image of this drug delivery system. So what is that system? It's an on-body device with the ability to switch between basal and bolus injections. It has a suitability for a wide range of subcutaneous therapies. It's got a single-use pod with a pre-filled and pre-loaded 3-milliliter ISO cartridge. It also comes with a multi-use controller for potential sustainability and affordability benefits. Both parts communicate through a patented magnetically coupled drive mechanism, according to the company. And the company says that the device can adapt to different delivery profiles and enable the administration of small molecule drugs and biologics. So it already has a de- design under development to cover a broad range of volumes up to 10 milliliters as well. So it seems like plenty of applications for this device. Interesting. It sounds like it kind of showcases the merging of technology and healthcare to enable patients to receive their medications in a more user-friendly manner. But how did the company design the system to work? So it designed it so that this preloaded cartridge that's sealed into the pod during factory assembly allows the patient to benefit from a simplified treatment initiation, and then they can conduct administrations more comfortably at home while Vertiva, which is what the device is called, has connectivity options that enable digital health applications as well. And upon treatment, the user can easily separate their pod and controller, plus the reusable controller helps to reduce the environmental impact of the system's electronic components. Needless to say, by enhancing convenience and reducing the burden of medication administration, a device like this has the potential to positively impact patient lives. What therapies will this cover? So with the programmable micro-precision basal doses and full-content basal injections, it can cover a range of therapies, according to the company. That includes cardiovascular and metabolic disorders, plus oncology, immunology, and pain management applications. So Stephen Auto Group said that the design accommodates different customizations too, like larger injection volumes, delivery duration, and user interface. So seems like this could cover a broad range of options. Looks like we have diabetes news on the docket today as well. That's right. So Dexcom has a study that shows the effect of diabetes on mental health. I'm always intrigued by these studies because they can shine a light on how a disease as prevalent as diabetes can impact day-to-day life beyond the things we always talk about, like blood sugar and insulin. Definitely. And this is the second mental health story that we have today as well. What did some of that data show? That's right. Yeah. So there wasn't much data shared, but the two sort of startling numbers that Dexcom revealed were that 84% of people surveyed agreed that having diabetes can negatively impact their mental health. And it also demonstrated that nearly all participants, 91% in total, believe that technology, presumably like Dexcom's CGMs, enable a balanced lifestyle while managing diabetes. Definitely some big numbers there, large percentages, one you know in favor of the technology, but another really shines a light on the mental health crisis in the world and how diabetes is playing its part too. Yeah, this study's findings underline the significant psychological burden that individuals with diabetes could experience. And sounds like this research could help awareness about mental health challenges faced by diabetes patients and kind of emphasize the importance of addressing these aspects in their overall treatment plan. 
who exactly was included in this study? Yeah, so Dexcom announced these results ahead of the UK's Diabetes Awareness Week. So it's definitely part of a broader sort of scheme to make people aware of not only diabetes, but the impacts of the disease. But a firm called CensusWide, based in London, conducted the research in April of this year on behalf of Dexcom, and it included responses from a thousand nationally representative UK respondents age 16 and up with diabetes. And what is the company's response to this study? Well, for starters, Dexcom decided to host a series of puppy yoga classes in London to emphasize the importance of mental health for those with diabetes. A couple of the company's celebrity spokespeople, including a model and pro rugby player, will be present for one of the classes. So that's, you know, for people in London anyway, that's one way to sort of raise the awareness. But beyond that, Ben Byrne, the company's uh, country director of the UK and Ireland territories, said that this Diabetes Awareness Week and beyond, we are proud to not only support the diabetes community with our products, but educate the broader public on diabetes and the physical and mental effects that it can have. So clearly Dexcom is trying to spread awareness through these studies and through these kind of obscure events like puppy yoga, but certainly wouldn't mind attending if I lived in London. And what is the final thing that we should know for today? Medtronic warned on potential cardioversion damage with some Vanta neurostimulators. So a small amount of complaints led to a field safety notice in Europe for some of these pain management devices. And what is the Vanta neurostimulator? It's an implantable neurostimulator that treats pain symptoms. The FDA approved the latest Vanta recharge-free implantable neurostimulator in June 2021. Company says that it has a device life of up to 11 years, which is more than twice the device life of competitive primary cell devices. Interesting. And why is Medtronic recalling these devices? The company said that a cardioversion procedure may damage the electronics in the device and could render the stimulator unresponsive and non-functional. So as of mid-April 2023, the company had received a total of two complaints concerning the issue. Both complaints, which came from patients already implanted with Vanta devices, resulted in explant procedures. But the company said that it identified programming mitigations that reduce the risk of damage associated with the issue. So what was Medtronic's recommendation for minimizing risk? Medtronic said that in the event of damage to the device, surgical implantable neurostimulator replacement is required to restore stimulation therapy. Cessation of therapy likely causes a return of pain symptoms. So users can minimize the potential for electrical damage by temporarily reprogramming it. And those recommendations for reprogramming for cardioversion procedures can be found in the instructions for use manual. Medtronic said that it updated the manual and applicable labeling to add specific recommended settings as well for these procedures. All right. That's all we have for today. Thanks for all of your reporting throughout the day and coming on and sharing everything you know with the podcast. No problem. And as always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. And I'm on Twitter at Danielle underscore Kirsch. Where can the listeners find you, Sean? The listener can connect with me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mastervise Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us Wednesday for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.